another episode of Men in Marriage. This is episode number five. I'm your host, Lamar Dixon. Today, I have a guest, uh, Lorenzo Hawkins. He is the host of Tennessee Titans Weekly, as well as From a King's Point of View. Welcome, brother. Thank you. Thank you kindly, sir. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. I, I appreciate you for coming on. Yes, sir. Uh, I've known Lorenzo since 94, 95. Yep. It's a long time, man. Yeah, long I, had, time. I had hair. I had hair at the time. You still have yours, you know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah. So as always, uh, with this particular uh platform, men and marriage, we're talking about men and our marriage experiences. Uh I ask three separate questions, and then after those three questions, then we get into some dialogue or some open discussion and, and feel free to ask me questions as well as we go along. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So before we get into the three questions, uh, first thing, first question that we're going to ask you is um, how long have you been married? I've been married for nine years. Nine years. Nine years. Yep. Nine years. Good. Yep. Good. Nine wonderful years. Right, brother? Yes, it has. And you have ups and downs of anything, oh, but, you know, for the most part. Yeah. I, yeah. Nine years, man. Nine years. Yep. And, and, and how many children do you all have? Four children. We have four. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, you know, and, you know, me and my wife both come from previous marriages. So this is our second marriage. Uh, so, you know, going into the marriage, you know, uh, she had a daughter and I had two sons and we have a daughter together. But all okay. four of them are with us primarily. So we have four here every day, all day. It's been like that, you know, for the whole nine years, man. So good deal. Good deal. Yeah, man. Yep. You're, I don't know if you can play this out. Your screen is frozen. All right, now you're back. I'm not sure what happened. Sometimes it does that, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on there either. Hopefully, uh, it won't continue to do that. Yeah. But, um, all right, well, let's jump right into it, man. Okay, uh, sounds good, man. Sounds yeah, good. So, so I sent you, you know, the preliminary questions up front just so you can just get a baseline of where we're going to be talking about. So the first question is, what were your expectations before marriage? I would say my expectations before marriage was, you know, to have a partner that, you know, you're going to have differences because um, you come from different backgrounds. You have two imperfect people, you know, coming together. So mm -hmm. you, you're going to have that up front. But, you know, my expectations is to have a life partner that, you know, would be, you know, 100 percent down with me and vice versa, of course. Uh, you know, we have shared visions, um, you know, shared spirituality, uh, you know, family structure, you know, finances, you know, have a, you know, have a, you right. know, you're going to have a spinner and a saver, you know, that that's just sort of the dynamic for most relationships and marriages, but to have at least a common ground in that regard, uh, you know, wanted to have someone that, you know, that will support me and, and I'll be able to give them that support as well. I'm a supportive person in general. Um, I, I like to don myself as an unselfish person um you know and sometimes to a fault you know but um but definitely wanted someone to to provide their support because I, I am involved in a lot of things um you know with my children you know my career um I'm, I'm constantly doing a lot of things and, and having someone that can support that is very important and I and I wanted that you know and then even as well again with children you know I had two sons that I had and uh, that I have and, you know, wanting someone to, you know, be there as well, um, right. you know, because, you know, on the other hand, too, you know, 
it's possible, you know, any woman that what I've met would have had a child or children as well, too. So, you know, that's something I would have to work on as well, too, you know, stepping in into like a step family, you know, if, if that was the choice. Right. And so that support system, family structure, a positive mindset, those are the things that I looked at as far as my expectations before marriage, before I ended, you know, my singledom, you know, right. to, to sort of shut me down. Okay. So, <laughs> Uh, you know, for a while prior to, you know, being single, you know, working hard, raising, you know, raising children, having a lot of fun as well, just kicking it, doing different things, learning a lot about myself. You know, I wanted to make sure I was healed first. I didn't want to just jump immediately into something. I wanted to give it some time as much as I could. So, right. um, you know, so those are my expectations, man, you know, before I got married. So, so yeah, man, that, that's for me. Lamar, you, you share some of those same thoughts, Any, anything same or different? No, absolutely. Say exactly the same things. And I think that one of the things that you mentioned, which was uh, very good, was about you saying that you wanted to make sure that you were healed before you jumped into a marriage yourself. Right. Um, I think that most men, I would say, who before they go into marriage, they want to say that they're in a place of um, that they're ready, that everybody say that they feel like they're ready to get married now. They, you know, yeah. financially, they're stable, you know, mentally, yeah. they're stable. And they feel like they can, you know, support a family because no, nobody want to go Oh man, don't really want to jump into a marriage and they're not, they don't feel comfortable supporting a family because that's a lot of responsibility. Really is, man. It, yeah, it, it yeah. is. It is. It is. One thing marriage would do to you too, um, it exposes your weaknesses because yeah. you're with a person every day, right? right? And before you're married, you don't really realize that, Right. Even for those that, you know, might live together, you know, have so like a trial period, I guess. Um, but, you know, I guess for me, once you get married, it's weird, but I think things change, you know, and, um, you know, maybe if you are a person, maybe someone say if you're an insecure person, you might not realize you're insecure until you get married or you're a person that's a jealous person, things like that. Right. And you know, it, it covers a whole multitude of things. If there is something, say a weakness that so that you have it sort of brings that out when you're married. It's like, okay, this is, these are some things I need to work on. You know, a lot of times that might be after the marriage, but you don't realize that sometimes until you get married, when you're living with someone and dealing with them every single day, you're going to have those challenges. But, you know, my expectations coming to a marriage was, was all, all in good faith. You know, I, I did not want to marry for the wrong reason. I wasn't marrying off, you know, my wife being pregnant before we were married, cause that didn't even happen. You know what I'm saying? And, right. uh, um, you know, you know, the, the type of life that I have, you know, I, I, I'm in a lot of things that support was very important for me. And um, so, yeah, that was that was an expectation, not for it to be perfect. Um, but, you know, I, I have good intentions, man. I'm not good a person of bad intentions. I have good intentions for, you know, my wife or anyone that I would have married. I, you know, I would have had going into that uh, a good intention. And I wanted to before I got married, I was like, you know, whoever I marry, I really want to be a good husband to them. And, you know, I, I, again, we all make mistakes. There's certain things, you know, everyone's going to make, but generally, you know, one to be really good for my spouse. Right. Right. And, and jumping off of uh, the, the set core questions, I had another question that you just mentioned. Okay. Uh, you were talking about, it made me think about a, a previous discussion that I've had on a, on the previous episode was that uh, your your core values and things of that nature, those were instilled into you as a young man growing up in, in your family household, correct? Yes, that's correct. So so those things are some of the things that you saw growing up, whether it be your parents or grandparents or uncles and aunts and stuff like that. So those some you wanted to mirror some of those 
yeah. traits, I would say, but you, you, you knew what you wanted to do and what you didn't want to do. Correct? Well, well, I'll tell you this. I, I didn't say from a mirroring standpoint, I, my mother and father um, had divorced when I was a young age. Um, mm-hmm. My dad, um, you know, was out the house. So growing up, I did not have my father at the house. Um, you know, my mom did remarry uh, to my stepfather. I was toward the end of my high school, high school term. So a good from six years old up to about 17, you know, it was just me, my brother, sister, and my mom, you know, mm-hmm. so didn't really have a male figure in the house. I had uncles, cousins and things, so, you know, things like that. Definitely uncles uh, that I did look up to. So I say for me, man, a lot of things that I learned was from my own experiences and right. talking to friends. And I would I would suggest every man, you know, we grow we grow grown up to think that we can't talk. Well, right. that's a lie. The devil's a liar. Right. Um, as a man, you should talk. And I think that's why generations before us were taught to be hardcore, even prior to them. And I think that's why many men end up dying of, of strokes and heart attacks right, because they right. able to release that. Right. So right. platforms like this, Lamar, and I want you to, you know, keep keep pushing through it, man. Keep, you know, these things are important to talk, you know, to, to converse with other men as well, because at times you might think you're the only one going through it. Oh, that's not true. Everyone goes through similar Absolutely. situations, right? So talk it out. You're not a not weak for talking. You know what I mean? And sometimes men feel vulnerable even talking to their spouse, a, a wife, about certain things because they don't want to seem weak. Or you know, think their wife be like, "Oh, he's a punk because he's he's sharing his feelings." And there are women that are like that. You know what I mean? And um, you know, but you, sometimes you got to get it out there, man. You got to talk. And especially if it comes from a good place. Absolutely. I think coming yeah. from, like you said, coming from a good place, it's going to be definitely well received. Yes, and correct. If, if you have, you know what I'm saying, the right person in your corner, then she's going to receive that. And then she, right. you are going to be able to have those conversations on a more, you know, frequent basis, I would say. And, and right. you, you not shatter your ego. Because, you know, we we are all about pride and ego. Yeah, that's right. That's That is correct. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So that slide is in right into the second question, actually, okay. uh, which being you've, you've met your wife now and yep. you've, you've, you've lived together for a while, for a couple of years, I would say. So now you have a, I'm assuming you would have a different set of expectations after you are married. So what were yes. your expectations after marriage? Well, I would say, man, for me personally, one, I, you know, I love my wife dearly. So, I, you know, I would definitely say that. Um, and everything. And so, um, you know, my expectations after marriage was more for growth because growth. not the same person going into it, you know, even going into before you get married and then when you get married and then after you're married, you're different. You know, the seasons literally do change people and the hope of change is maturity. And so mm-hmm. my expectation was more for gradual growth. Um, you know, it's not even say like, you know, even if it comes through through financially, spiritually, those things, but more than anything for me, my expectation for me is for us to, you know, grow more spiritually, um, grow more relationally, you know, especially when you have children, uh, you know, we right. have children that are involved in a lot of things, three teenagers and, and an eight year old, they're in sports, a lot of school activities, um, you know, all four of them, they're, you know, three different schools. So, you know, they're kind of all around. And so, you know, having that time in marriage, you know, spending time to maybe go out of town on a spur of the moment. We I like to do very spontaneous things. Right. Aquarius right. trait. We're yep. kind of, you know, I know you're an Aquarius. Me as too. Well. Yep. I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So I know we're kind of cerebral, you know, weird people in that regard, but in a very good way. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, doing those spontaneous things, I would think that, you know, a wife would enjoy that, you know, you know, put the thought into them. And for me, my expectation for, you know, my spouse is, you know, when those things do happen, that it is appreciated, you know, and, and even for myself to make sure that I show appreciation to the things that she does for me too. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, just having an undying love for each other, you're going to have, man, you're going to have ups and downs. Okay. You, right. you're gonna, it's inevitable. You know, I'd say I have a alpha personality. I know I I'm, can be cool and kind of wild at the same time, but, um, but, you know, with those ups and downs, you know, are you willing to, to fight it out? And some people quit too early. You know, that's a lot of people get, you know, 50% divorce rate in second marriage is 67%, right? I mean, that, that number has been like that for a long time. It even gets worse as you keep moving forward. Right. So I would say anything, man, you know, my expectations after being married is, hey, can we grow? You know, can we, from where we are today, where will we be tomorrow? You know, and I would pray that, you know, anyone that's listening, that both spouses are at the same spot. We, again, got to be spiritually biblical, but about being equally yoked. It right, really is right. something to be equally yoked with each other, yeah, man. If you're it, not, it makes a difference. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, growing, man, just growing. And, no, I like that. So yeah. I in the previous episode also, we were talking about, you were talking about growing. And one way that you grow is we was talking about the five love languages. I don't know if you've read that book. Or, I so, have. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a very good book because you actually get to know, if you didn't already know, your yeah. spouses, you know, how they like to receive love, basically. Yeah. So if you didn't know that already, like you thought you knew before you got yeah. married, but then once you actually kept doing the things that you used to do and they're not receiving it the same way that they used to do because, you know, you're in that honeymoon phase, you know, still right. dating. But as you live with somebody, like you said, for like, you know, years, and then you start to see their their habits and things. Yeah. So if if you're not receiving the same way that you received, you know, years ago, then, you know, hopefully you have a conversation, try to understand, That's like you right. said, grow together. That's so that right. way, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're fighting together to keep the marriage together. That's right. And, you know, one thing I noticed too, in a marriage and, you know, I just go for me and my wife at different levels and times, you know, at times you might not be growing at the same rate. You know, one spouse might be, you know, growing where the water's, you know, they're being fertilized by water in the sun and the other half is not, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so, you know, at times you have to sort of pull up that weight, you know, if that is the case and, and being patient and things. And, you know, the prayer is, you know, that, you know, the growth can be at the same level in many cases, more than not. Right. Right. And I think too, like, you know, you can't control your spouse's thoughts as much as we want to at times. And, where to you something makes perfect sense and for them they might not even see it that go man or woman right like right. either way and uh that's frustrating after you know after marriage you would think okay well you know i like doing this so just do it often mm-hmm. but i've learned that if it's not natural for somebody it ain't gonna happen and it's for right. you to understand that to know if it's on purpose or not you know you just never know sometimes you right. might realize later on but um but communication is so key um you know, you have to communicate. Um, I've heard people to say that, I don't know what you think about this, Lamar. Some people say too much communication is not good. Have you heard I, that before? Like, I've, I've never heard that. Okay. What <laughs> I'm saying is if you continue to say the same things over and over again, how can you expect things to change sometimes, right? Sometimes it doesn't change when you want it to. So True. 
I've always looked more into talking to the rock. Okay. That's a spiritual thing, I guess, man. Like, you know, sometimes, man, you gotta, you gotta speak to God on it, man. You gotta pray about it, man. If you want something to change, especially if you have voiced your opinion on something that you want to change, you know, sometimes you can scream to the, to you blue in the face. It doesn't mean it's going to happen when you want it to, it might eventually happen. It usually will happen at some time, but Maybe it's not written. Maybe it's not the situation for you at that moment. Maybe there's something that you have to do in that regard. I mean, just so many different things. But it is. So let me ask you this question as you said that then. So say you, you're talking to the rock, as you mentioned it. Yep. And you've been doing this for two years, for example. Yep. But nothing has changed. What do, you, do you continue to wait? Because, like you said, you can't force anything upon the, the next person. So, right. Do you continue to talk to the rock or do you yeah. make a change? Yeah, I think you do a little bit of both. I think you still talk to the rock and also as well, too. There might be th things that, you know, maybe at times like, you know, can you handle it? That's the question. Whatever it is that you're really wanting, is it, you know, is it something you can handle for the long run? If, if not, then, you know, you might need to look for some outside help, you know, maybe go to counseling, right? Uh, you know, things like that. And, um, you know, maybe get counsel, you know, from someone that you know, I hear a lot of people say counseling is good, bad, waste of money. I've heard, you know, I've heard all that. All of, and, yeah. Yep. I think the key to counseling is to make sure both of you are going into counseling with the thought of improving, not to prove the other person wrong. Wrong. Right. That's right. where people get it wrong. It, I'm going to take you to counseling, tell you that I'm right. Okay. Well, that's, that's not the reason to go to counseling. It's more of, Okay. These are my thoughts. Is what this is how I'm feeling. Am I tripping? That should be the thought, right? <laughs> the yep. counselor should say to you, "Yeah, you tripping, bro," or "No, you're not. Your 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 concerns are legitimate." And the prayer is, you hope that spouse receives that same word in that same energy, and then they want to and have the heart to want to change that to improve the marriage. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it has to go for you too. You have to have the mature mind to say, "I'm not trying to be right all the time," and I think. Everyone has that. I got to be right. all. You can't be right all the time. Not all the time. And if you go to counseling, if you get help, look to improve yourself. Like therapy and counseling helps. It's helped me in my life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you've 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 been previously or or still going right now? Yeah, I, no, I don't still go, but I have had that. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you realize some things that I even thought like, well, maybe I was, you know, maybe I'm tripping and you maybe realize the council might say, you know, you're not. Your thoughts are legitimate or, yeah, maybe you're tripping in this area. This is what you need to focus in on. I was like, OK, well, that's what I need to. And I have to have the mature mind to say I'm not had a pride to say I'm just right all the time. I have right. to say, OK, well, I do need to work on that. I am tripping, you know, and I want to be better and things. So. So, yeah. And yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I've, I haven't actually gone myself other than, you know, marital counseling when we first got married. But, okay, um, you know, I've been I've been married now for seven years and I haven't been to counseling since then. But cool. okay. uh, over over time, I've had counsel, I would say, between, yes. you know, people that I, I trust and think and who would steer me straight and say, yeah, you are tripping or nah, you 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 right on the head on this one. Right, so, right. Understood. Understood. Yeah, I, 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 again, communication, whether it be with your spouse or, you know, yep. somebody that you can confide in, long right. as you're getting that stuff off of you, I think it's good. That's um, right. But of course, you got to seek wise counsel. You can't just go talk to, you know, saying your single friend who's just out in the streets. You know, that's right. <laughs> you got to make sure you talk to the right people. That's right. And I'd say for a counsel, too, you're 100 percent correct. And I think, too, when you learn a lot, you know, say you learn about things you can do as a person, you know, like. You know, I'm, I'm a passionate person. I think people who know me might say that about me. And sometimes, you know, 
you know, somebody might look at that as being misplaced. And I'm like, you know, I'm not saying anything wrong, just hyped about it, whatever it might be. And some people can't take that. They might not quite understand that. And so you go to counseling, they might say, well, you know, with your spouse or with friends or whatever, maybe that's something you could, you know, work on. Okay, well, I'll try to work on that. And you would just pray and hope that your spouse sees those differences as a, a means of trying, a means of love, you know, because that's what that is. If a person can take accountability. And I think that's the hardest part of marriage is being accountable for your own actions. Yeah. You know, being accountable, say, I made that mistake. Even if you're wrong to your spouse, are you man enough or woman enough to say, that was on me? That's my fault. I was right. wrong. I right. was wrong. I was wrong. That comes with wisdom. It comes it with It does time. come with wisdom. It comes with wisdom and time because at one point I was not like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I was not like that. And so bumps and bruises in marriages will teach you that. You know, and, I, and I've had that, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, you know, I'm continuing to get better in that regard every day, man. You know, that's good. Good stuff, man. I heard today I was on social media and I was just on, I think, either Instagram or TikTok. I was just scrolling and looking at stuff. And one thing that I, I came across was a clip of a just random scenery. Like somebody was actually just like showing the car um, being driven down the street and somebody was doing a voiceover and it was a pastor who was doing a voiceover. And what he was saying was like, um, when you go to a restaurant and you sit down and you, you hit the waiter comes to you, you tell the waiter what you want to eat. If you order a steak, you tell the order the waiter will ask you, okay, how do you want it prepared? You want it well done, medium, you know, what I'm saying or whatever. He said, then also like that's 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 the the restaurant aspect of it. But then if you go to a, uh, a fast food restaurant, any type of restaurant, you always tell somebody what you want. And yeah. he said, the moral of the whole story was, why don't you tell your partner what you want? You tell all these other people what you want. So why yeah. don't you tell your partner what you want? They That's can't right. read your mind yeah. and you can't read there. So again, going back to communication. Yeah. That's right. Communication, communication is key. And you know, you pray to have a spouse that you feel comfortable. I think that's one part of it as to why maybe someone might not. And maybe they have communicated, maybe they haven't communicated correctly, or maybe they have. And then maybe the spouse that they're communicating with might not be compatible to that spouse, or maybe not mature enough to receive that word. Um, you know, sometimes maturity levels match at different times in a marriage, you know, and um, again, that's about that being equally yoked, you know, trying to, you know, have a spouse that's, you know, e even with you in that regard, you know, where you can say, hey, honey, this is how I feel. You know, I feel a certain way. And you just pray that they receive that instead of taking offense to it or being defensive right. and saying, well, if you did this, then I would do this. And, and then you have an argument, you're yelling. And the next thing you know, no one's being heard. And right. then it's pointless. And then the more that happens, that's why I think men have grown accustomed over years just to not say anything, just be quiet and just, you know, just sort of eat it. Just, oh, just, you know. So yeah, I just think of anything now is just more of like, you know, in the past, I know a lot of men did that, but you know, my hope is that men get away from that. Absolutely. Like, you feel a certain way, man, you need to say something, bro. You need to say something. I think, I think now in today's time, we are more open. And I say we men yeah. are more open to have conversations than, previous generations go to your point that you said earlier uh which is a very very good thing and uh i think that a lot of people are are i want to say healing but they're starting to understand that it's okay to yeah. let this stuff out that's right that's right well you know one thing i think too is platforms like youtube has helped men tremendously okay mm -hmm. 
um, you know, for many years, men have been just destroyed, you know, on being dogs and being cheaters and things. And then I, I look back and I think of all my friends, I'm like, bro, all my homies that have wives, they take care of their families. They, you know, they, they you know, they're great fathers, great supporters, great providers. Right. I don't, I don't hang around not one deadbeat. I'm talking about a lot of people. I mean, we're in a frat. So we right. know a lot of, I know a lot of damn people, you know, and it's kind of like, is that narrative true? And I think, you know, now it's kind of like men are more like, you know, no, nah, we want to talk now. We want right. to speak to people and say, hey, we are doing our part. We are stepping up. And, you know, we want to be loved for who we are and things like that. So platforms like YouTube has helped that because most of the times, most men would just hold that thing in and just, they go make, go out, go to a club and start drinking or start doing drugs or just start right. just doing crazy stuff because they have so many things in their mind. It's not an excuse, but that's just how some men handle things. And, right, right. and talk that thing out, man. Talk it out. And sometimes you have to talk to a friend, a friend of you. It, I wouldn't say talk to the opposite sex, though. I would never I would never advocate that because that that brings a that brings a whole swarm of, of issues. You know what I mean? So I'm not disagree with you at all on that one. Yep. Yep. Cause uh, yeah, that's not a, not a good thing. So I would say talk to a like-minded friend, man, and, and have a friend that wants you to win. They, right. they don't want you to separate or divorce. They want you to win. Talk to that type of a friend, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so I'm going to jump into the third question before we, we open it up for an open discussion. So the, the okay. third question is, you, you talked about your expectations before yeah. marriage and after marriage. Now, from, from your point of view, you're, not, you're nine years into this marriage here. What would you have to say to someone who's thinking about getting married right now, mm-hmm. someone who's going through marriage right now, but maybe even thinking about divorce or separation of some sort? Or uh, just the, the brother or the man who is uh, just struggling. Yeah, yeah. I would say this, man. If you're thinking about marriage or even thinking about in a situation where you feel that marriage is not working for you, I know it's a cliche, man. And I'm not saying, you know, everybody might not be in that thought, but man, pray, man, pray. Um, prayer does work. And it's not to say to pray, pray for you, for God to have his will to be done in your situation, whatever that is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and God makes things happen. He shows you signs. There are times where maybe you have a spouse that's not doing right and you don't even have to go search to do anything. If you're doing right by him, man, he'll present that to you. All you just need is time. Right. God will reveal what you should do or should not do in, in the nick of time and do of time. And I would say for a man to always have themselves you know, prepare yourself at always to be the best version of yourself every day. You know, whatever your your focus is, whatever your, uh, you know, whatever that it is that you do, your purpose in life, make that be a goal for you. You know what I'm saying? And I've always felt when that happens, things fall into place. When you put your purpose there and, you know, to say my purpose is to be a business owner, you know, go ahead first with that, man. If you have a wife that understands that she will support you. Mm-hmm. And even before you get married, she would respect that. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you let it be known, right. and, you know, and, you know, and, and, and love your, love your wife, you know, a hundred percent, you know, show that support, even in rough times, you know, for a man, the man controls, I know this is crazy. The man sort of controls the mood of the marriage. If that Absolutely. makes sense. Okay. We do. All right. And, 
you know, when you deal with wives, when you deal with emotions, emotions could be one day feel this way, next day feel that way. Before man, we have to be constant at all times. Okay. If you have a good wife, she will understand and respect that. Okay. And maybe not all women would understand that because they might want you to be as emotional as them, or maybe, you know, they want you to do anything or whatever, but a good man will, will hang in there and will fight tooth and nail to the very end. Um, to keep their family together, you know, because again, I've been divorced and it, it, it's a stink on, it's a stink on your record, man, no matter whose fault it was when that happens, but every relationship doesn't work. And I'm, you know, I'm blessed to be married for nine years to my wife and to, you know, with my children and everything. I, I'm very blessed to have my family and have my wife and, you know, I'm continuing to work hard to be the best man that I can be, man. Good. No, good, good stuff, man. And yeah. It's funny, you was, as you were talking, something else came to my mind that I was looking at today. And it was, I think it was, I don't know who was saying it, but I, I was just on social media again. And what they were saying was that, along the same lines, was that a, a man controls the tone of the marriage. So yeah. uh, a female is, uh, supports the male, right? Yeah. So, right. so the, male, the male will give, the woman receives, and she'll receive whatever it is that you're giving her and then she'll multiply it and give it back out. Right. right. So if you're giving her love, she'll receive the love and then return it, you know, multiply it and give it back to you in whatever capacity that may be. But if you're giving her frustration and pain and trouble, she's going to receive that and multiply it and then give that exact same energy back to you. So it all does start with man. And that's what I gather from that. From a biblical standpoint, Mm-hmm. myself you know thinking about this going through you know church um not to be too preachy you know my thought process is it's god man uh wife family everybody else you know job Absolutely. so if it's if that's the order then it is my responsibility to make sure everything under me is under control which that's means right. that it starts with me and having my relationship with God good and tight so that yep. way I can then, you know, make sure everything under me is good and tight. That's right. That's a, that's a heck of a point. That, I, I live the exact same way. That's, that's how, that's how I operate too. And, you know, I would, if, you know, any, if there's, a, you know, any females that are, you know, watching the show, you know, any woman that's listening, I think that would be something that, you know, a woman would respect and, you know, a, a man that has that type of thought process to be the provider for the family, to be the support of the family, you know what I mean? To be the head of the home and 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 relish that opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. wants to have that type of opportunity to be that for his family. Absolutely. And I think that's that's a major positive for any man that wants to be in that position. And and I would say for any man, you know, never to abuse that position, you know, right. relish it, you know, uh, you know, when you do have that. And it's why it's so important to have a spouse that supports you. I'm telling you. If you don't have that, it's hell. You know what I mean? So, and I've, I've seen it so many times and, you know, and I would say, you know, it's so important to have to be connected to the right person. Right. You know what I'm saying? It really is. Both of you are going to have faults, but, you know, is that the right person? Do you all click spiritually, you know, uh, relationally, emotionally? Right. You know, at times, you know, you might be off at times, but, you know, if you're there most of the time and you you want to you know, make your help your spouse, you know, to give them what they want and need. Um, you know, if, if the communication is there, you're communicating those things and you have a will to want to be a good spouse to them, man, 
marriage should be easy. I know that's crazy to be saying it. It should be. But the way the world is, it makes it difficult. Right. Well, I agree. It really does. The world think, makes things difficult. I agree. Man, me, me and you got the same type of mindset, for real. For real. So yeah. the way I think about it also is that not only is marriage easy, but life is easy. Like yeah. these things are easy, but yep. we as people and society make it so hard. So therefore, we we put all of this pressure and stuff on us yep. uh, to the point to where we're we're in our heads so much that we make things absolutely um, hard, harder that's than what they should be. That's a fact, sir. That's a fact. That's a yep. fact. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh. And, and life life is a you know it's a learning experience, man. We learn every day, and um, you know when those roads are are bumpy, you know it's not to keep running over those bumps, man. You got to put some proactive on it. You know what I mean? You got to do something to, to, you know, get them bumps down and, and, right. and, you know, overcome those things. And, and marriages that my, my grandmother, and my grandfather were married before he passed away were married for like 60 years. Yeah. They still had their ups and downs and things no question about it. But my grandmama did not give up on my grandfather. You know what I'm saying? Did not give up on him. And um, that's why they were married for so long. And, and I think that's a, that's a great thing. That's a great thing to look to. You know what I mean? So why do you think why do you think people give up so quick now, or don't have been? You know, this yeah. is not a new thing, but right. Because it's it's easy to give up, man. It's much easier to give up. At least you think that. You know, it's easy to give up up front, but later on, you know, it impacts everybody. It impacts you, your family. If you have children, it definitely impacts them. Um, you know, but it's so easy to give up. I mean, you got, you know social media, you want to give up. Okay. I'll just go find somebody else. So right. you know, I can, you know, I can make, I can make it by myself. And, um, you know, there's so many things to get into now, you know, we just have more access than we did in the past. So you can sort of see the world more. And I think that's what makes it like, you know, you say you go to Instagram and you see couples loving each other and things and you might visually go, that's what I want. Not maybe knowing what they are actually going through. You don't really right. know. Like yeah. everything on social media for, for a reason it's called that. Like, exactly. They're putting on the show. I mean, exactly. some of the stuff is true, but a lot of it is real. It's all fake. It is. It is. So it makes it seem like I'll just jump ship and I'll get this. And they'll come to find out grass is not green on the other side like people think, man. That's why, hey, fight tooth and nail if you can to hang in there with your spouse. You know what I'm saying? You really can. And um, and, and God will reward you for those things, man. You know what I mean? See, God doesn't like divorce. Again, I'm a product of a divorce and I've been divorced. And and. and it produces challenges. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? It does. It does. I think that one thing also for anybody who's thinking about getting married to think about also is not to think, not to put yourself in your single mind. You're, yes. that, that's, that's behind you. If you're thinking that's about right. getting married, you're trying to go forward. Your single life is behind you. So what I mean by that is saying like, if you get, if you and your girlfriend or you and your fiance uh, are, or you and you and your wife in the first couple of years of marriage are having, you know, rough patches and things like that. And you're like, man, I want to put up with this. If you was, you know what I'm saying? My girlfriend, if I was single, you know, I want to be put up with this. You would have been gone a long time ago in your mind. You might not be saying that to the person, but you may be That's thinking right. like this. Cause I've thought about a lot of stuff. I've done that before. That's right. But again, as you stated, you know, that's the wrong mentality to have because if you're, you're moving forward, you know, we don't take backwards. You need to keep that's going right. forward and right. you fight for what you want. And if that's what you want, then you could definitely fight for it. Lamar, that's a great point, man. That mentality piece, exactly. Mm-hmm. We all have those thoughts, especially 
if, you know, going out and dating and doing those things has never really been a problem, you know, if I'm not going to go out and get somebody right now if I want to, right? If that's, right. That, if that's not been an issue, then yeah, you might have those type of thoughts. Like, well, cool, I'm just in this and, and get out there and not realizing the impact that you're making by making that decision. It's a selfish decision, you know right. what I'm saying? The day. And Lamar, I think what's so important, more than what people give credit to, is the information you put in your mind mm-hmm. as well that, that convolutes those thoughts. And what I mean right. is, you know, what are you reading every day? What are you looking at every day? You know, that's, you know, again, biblically, you know, based on what you see is what you feed into. And so right. if you're looking at social media all the time about, you know, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of some examples of a bunch of trash, right? Just junk all day. And that's all you sort of feed into. You don't even realize that it's playing in your mind. You know, some right. people, oh, I'll be all right. I can watch that or whatever. Okay. Well, that's what you might think, but that's not always the case. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, it's like, I'm real big on, okay, what's the type of content you're looking at? You know, are you, you know, are you looking at, you know, I don't know, TV shows is talking about how to do stocks and bonds, right? Okay, then the more you watch that, the more you're going to probably learn something, right? Right. Are right. you watching, you know, say, are you watching maybe, you know, something about church or something? Are you watching the word, listen to the word on YouTube or anything or any type of positive messages that sort of help you through life and things like that? Are you getting that type of advice from friends? You know, or do you have friends that telling you, girl, or bro, you need to do your thing, dog. You know what I'm saying? There's so many around here, homie, you did. Like, if you keep hearing those type of things, your mentality will feed into that. And then you have those thoughts when you're dealing with your spouse. Man, I just right. go with my homies, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I know it's out there. I'll just get on my Instagram and DM somebody if I want to. Right. You know, really based on what you put in your brain, man. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yep, yep. Good, good points, good points. Yep, garbage in, garbage out, as they say, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, now that the three questions are out of the way, is there anything else that you wanted to to ask me or anything openly that we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about? Okay. Um, I would say for you, what, what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned about yourself since you've been married? That I have been a selfish person the majority of my life. Okay. Okay. I, of course, I, I think that that's, I don't want to say it's cliche because you should look out for yourself. You're, you, you know what I'm saying? You should know who you are as a person before you get with somebody else, of course. But as I looked back over my life, um, I've noticed that every major decision that I've made, whether, you know, saying that I was single or in a relationship with somebody, it's, it was to benefit me and not the collective, if that makes sense. I understand, so I, man. That, that's one of the things that I've worked on um, okay. over the years, and I've, I've tried to grow, go past all of that, you know, being selfish, because, you know, like I say, you know, we're married men, we have families, you know, we, yeah. every decision that we make affects a lot of people. It does. And not even just in our uh, immediate household, but, you know, saying our, you know, saying our, our circle, it yeah. affects people in our circle as well. So that's I would right. say that's, that's the one thing that I have I've had to get over. Okay. I got you. I, I understand, bro. I, I could probably say those same sentiments on my side too. Um, I'll add to that too. Uh, Lamar, I would say for me is understanding the advice of others as well to be to say, hey, they might be right about that. And so for the longest time, I always felt I was right about everything. Uh-huh. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And come to find out over time, well, maybe, maybe I didn't look at it correctly. Maybe I should have looked at it more in depth. And to be a bit more patient in my thought process, to be instead of like, yeah, I'm right, I'm right all the time. Maybe I'm not right. And maybe by me talking more and and listening more, you know, you learn to say, okay, maybe I was tripping, 
You know, again, I, you know, sometimes that takes maybe, you know, talking to friends, going to therapy, all those different things to realize, okay, what is it that I'm doing wrong to get these results? So I'm, you know, I'm being a provider, I'm doing these good things and all those different things. And yet I'm not getting the results that I want, right. right. That I feel like I should deserve. And then sometimes you realize like, okay, well, you know, just talking over people and looking at a different perspective, you have to be mature enough to accept that. And as a man, especially when you're young, you know, full of, full of pride, you know what I'm saying? Full of, uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna say it on here, yeah. you know <laughs> young, dumb, full of, you know what, right? Yeah. You just sort of think your way is right all the time. And, you know, even teaching that with my sons, you know, they, you know, they're my sons and they kind of do some of the same things I did as a young kid too. It's kind of stubborn in their way. And like, you know, you guys don't know everything yet. I'm telling y'all, but you have to learn and then you learn. And I didn't, again, growing up, my father was not there in the household. So you only can go off the experiences and you get burned a few times in life. And then mm-hmm. you'd be like, okay, yeah, I might not do that no more. Right. right. I've learned my life. And yep. Yeah. And I, I think everybody's experiences are different, whether you had a, um, a, a mother and father in the home or you came from a single household, single parent household, That's you know, right. everybody's, uh, we can all still relate to each other. So I think that that's, that's right. a, a good thing. So I yeah. think a, another good, important thing that you said earlier was that, you know, we're not in this by ourselves. Like if you can talk or survey, you know, a hundred men, a hundred married men, and I can guarantee you that probably 95 of them will probably say that they all have similar experiences with their yeah. marriages. Yeah, that's right. That's right. At 100%. 100%. Yeah. That's that's right, Lamar. That's that's a fact, sir. Everything you're saying is is fire, bro. Fire. If I had a, a sound effect, I'd have I hit the fire sound effect right now. That's that is a fact. And I'm so blessed, even with my father now, that me and my father have a great relationship, man. You know what I mean? Just situations happened in the past, but you know, I've, I've learned a lot from him, just talking with him and things about life and things. So I'm I'm very blessed to to have him uh in my life. You know, uh, my mom was a very my mom's my mom was the best woman ever, you know, in my opinion. You know, my mom, and I think most men would probably think that about their mothers, but um, you know, I would say that, you know, even though they were not together, you know, my mom was was able to steer me the best way that she could. You know, it's hard for a woman, you can't raise a man, you know, it's, but you know, she did the best that she could. Right, and, right. You know, I, I'm you know successful in my career. You know, I'm, I'm married with children. I ain't in jail. I ain't locked up or nothing. I'm still living, you know, in my 40s. So, you know, God continues to continue to bless me. And uh, it's all on him. You know what I'm saying? And, Absolutely. And, yeah. So it's not me. I'm just just following his path, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's that's the, that's another positive thing, man. Like you, you mentioned all of those different things that you, a uh, good man, haven't been in jail, not doing drugs, you're taking care of your family. You know what I'm saying? These are all good things that we should be celebrating. Exactly. As, as men. You know what I'm but saying? You know, but you know, the more man, yeah. I think at times, man, like I don't think it's, it's as celebrated as it can be sometimes, man. I agree. It should, but it should, it, be, it should be though. It should be. It should be. And it's not to say you should get cookies for being a husband and all. And not not saying that, but just be appreciative because everyone has the will to do what they want or want not do, right? Mm-hmm. I, I could literally just walk in. I'm not doing nothing. Period. I'm right. quitting my job today. You know, I don't care about these bills. What I'm just done with everything. It takes strength to get up every day, work every day, get kid, do these things, be a husband. All it takes strength. You know what I'm saying? And so, the prayer again is to have a spouse that understand not only understands that, but respects a man for that and loves him for that too. Mm-hmm. Man, that goes yeah. a long. It goes a long way with a man. Something 
small stuff goes a long way for us. It, it, it does, man. I know it goes back to like the, the choices, the choices you make. You you make choices every day. You choose to, to get up and go to work. You choose to yeah. take care of your family. You choose to come back home when it's time to come back home. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? There's so yeah. many other different things and ways that either, you know, either men or women can go. But That's we're right. choosing to come back into this household together. Right. So let's fight to make it work. Fight to make it work. That's right. That's right. That's a fact, man. That's yeah. fact. That's fact. So hey, you got anything else, brother? Uh man, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm I'm having a great time. We I know we can't talk all day because I, I we could <laughs> go, you know, in so many different directions and things. Um, but um I'm trying to think of anything else. Um you know, again, I, I know you, you brought this up, too, and, and, and I agree where and I think we both feel this way about how marriage can be simple, as mm-hmm. crazy as that is. And, you know, the one thing we've not talked about, and this is a great thing, that that? We because, you know, we haven't said anything about sex. You know that? Not one thing we talked about that. No. Not one time. And so, you know. I think sometimes that could be sort of convoluted in marriage too about sex, you know, like say over time, you know, it's, you know, where it might not happen as much and as often in things, you know, cause of life or right. any other reasons or excuses. But I would say at the end of the day, man, have sex, damn it. Have sex, <laughs> man. like makes have, make love, have a lot of sex, like for real, you know what I'm saying? Like it makes a difference. Even when, you know, talk with, you know, women will think more of that's more for the man and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's like, like a reward. No, it's for both people, man. Sex is for, no, both. It's rewarding for both people. It and it, it does, it helps, you know, affection in, like I said, love, love language, maybe affection, physical touch is, is my number one love language. And uh-huh. one other thing about five love languages that people might not understand until you get a little older your love languages can change. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It can. And I've noticed a lot, your number one love language usually is about constant, but maybe at some point in your life, you know, say, uh, say say for me, physical touch is number one and quality time is number two. Mm -hmm. But maybe it is quality time now, but maybe acts of service might be number two for me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, just depends on what you're going because people change, right? Right. That's where that communication comes to play. You know what I mean for both for both spouses, man. So right, so yeah. And, and, so. You know, and like you said, like certain different circumstances happen throughout your life. You know, somebody may yep. get sick, or yep. you know, That's somebody right. somebody somebody may have a uh, a better appreciation for you, so they might want to do more things for you, and vice yep. versa. So absolutely, definitely, those love languages definitely change. Yeah, that's right. In my in my in my podcast, I always say when somebody brings up a hell of a point, facts, no paper. <laughs> that's right. Facts, that's no right. paper. Facts, no paper. Facts, no paper. Man, you didn't you had brought up something else that I was going to try to mention or or speak on, but I, I just I lost it. It was it was talking about uh, the sex part. Okay. And I can't remember exactly. They have that. a lot of it. Well, that no. part. Okay. No, not, not that, not that. <laughs> uh, which I agree with, but no, <laughs> it wasn't. It, wasn't it, should be, it should not be. Should not be used as a pawn by either spouse, man. It's that's a okay. Should be I remember what. Okay. So oh, I was gonna say. So I'm not a doctor. Okay. But through my readings of online dictionaries and stuff like that, <laughs> <laughs> so it may be true, it may not be true, but yeah. um. Not only is sex, you know, for reproduction, but it also is for chemical, you know what I'm saying, 
it, it evens you back out, I would say, in my mind. Yes. So yes. Uh, whenever you're in the act and you're both engaged and not yep. one is just laying there or one is just doing it just to do it or whatever. But if when it's done correctly, yep. it can release so much stuff. Like it releases stress, it, it eases the muscles and the tension and everything like that. It also, yep. you know, it brings the two of you together even more. That's right. You know, without even saying a word. I mean, or you can just 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 hold each other. You know, it doesn't always have to yep. be about sex. It can just That's be true. you know just holding each other. You know what I'm saying? And, and That's right. A hug can say so much more than probably a thousand words. That's that's true. But you know, man, I'm gonna say a big component of that too, man, is like I say, it's not the act of sex. That's a fact. What you're saying is as far as that is intimacy. And yes, you have to have two mature people. I think intimacy is screwed up when you have a spouse or both spouses who are resentful of each other and are not forgiven, right? I don't give a damn who you are. You to make your marriage work. Maybe I should have said this earlier. You have to have a forgiving spirit at the end of the day. You have to understand that your spouse is going to make mistakes, right? It could be right. small mistakes. You can't hold that against them forever, man. I mean, you know, it's, you, you, you can't do that. I mean, again, that's even biblical, you know, holding that against your spouse. You know, you can't hold on to wrongdoings. You have to let that thing go. And right. the, more, the more you hold on to things, what happens to you then is, again, you're not going to have as much intimacy. And even though you think you hold out for them, you're really hurting yourself, right? Secondly, as well, you know, you're putting yourself even physically in a situation where you might be, you know, stressed out. You're going through things. Your mental, your blood pressure goes up, those things. So marriages can be beautiful, beautiful. Right. If two people are willing to be forgiven and willing to be, you know, more int- have more intimacy with, with each other. Again, it not, might, might not be about sex. It could just be a simple, you know, hey, I love you every day. You know, I give you a kiss when I see you. You need to smack you on your ass when I see you. You know what I'm saying? Anything, any, you know, any playful thing, any type of intimacy that that person is going to give because they're my spouse. You know, right. they're not just a friend or a, a cut buddy. You know, this is my spouse. And I'm giving right. you time. That time is important. To me, time, time is more important than anything. My time is important, man. Absolutely. You know yeah, man. You can't get it back. Can't get it back. Can't get yeah. it back. So I'm giving you that time and that intimacy, man. You know, I would want that reciprocated. When it happens, man, beautiful things can happen, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. 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 So I'm, I'm glad that you all are, are, are together and you find that time and you make things work for you and your yep. family. And that's like you said, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, it is, man. It is. It is, man. It is. Well, yep. brother, um, I'm going to give you some time also now to to okay. promote your podcast and what you have going sounds on. Good. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Well, Lamar, oh. first, I just want to say thank you, my good brother, um, you know, for inviting me to the show and everything, man. I've enjoyed myself. Uh, really? I love communicating things. You know, you and me have had many cigar nights. You yes, know sir. Cigars and cognac nights. <laughs> so great conversations at that time. You know, we've been talking about this, so I've been very glad to do this. Um, as well, too, uh, for those that, you know, like loves football, I uh, have a podcast. Uh, it's Tennessee Titans Weekly. We are on YouTube. Um, you know, our, our following is growing like crazy. Um, we have an Apple podcast with it, a Spotify podcast. You can even type Tennessee Titans and it'll pop up. We'll have a, the big red icon for Tennessee Titans Weekly. So check us out on that. Um, and even for life experiences and, and you know, you know, learning how to be a man. I also have a podcast called From a King's Point of View. Not a man's point of view, a king's point of view. We're two kings that you're looking at right here. Two That's kings. Right. You know, operators, man, we operate as kings. So uh, those are the podcasts that we do have. 
And we even sell merchandise as well, too, uh, from the Tennessee Titans Weekly. Uh, so we're doing a, doing a lot of things in that regard, too, man. So I've been able to interview a lot of players and things, and it's been a great experience, man. So, that's, that's, that's good. So so before we jump off, I'm going to yes. ask you how, you how you think the Tennessee Titans are going to do this year then? I think they have a great opportunity to definitely go far in the playoffs. They play their cards right on defense. They have the offense to go to the Super Bowl. So I'm not saying that because I'm a fan. Because I've never even said that about us going to the Super Bowl. Because right. if that was the case, I'd say that every year, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. But, um, you know, I, we have the talent. So uh, so we shall see. I mean, communication, as we've been talking about, is key. And so the offense and defense needs to communicate a bit better on the field, and the results will happen. Sounds good. Sounds good. So Tennessee Titan Weekly, from yep. a King's point of view, yep. uh, to, to sum it up, um, yep. from men and Mary's Check point us on of Instagram. View. Check us on Instagram at Tennessee Titans Weekly. And even my personal Instagram as well is at icecold underscore LH3. Holla at your boy. There you go. Yep. Um, so from a men and marriage point of view, uh, to sum everything up, I know we talked about a lot and a lot of good stuff and a lot of good information that came out of this. Uh, so uh, good to find you a, a life partner to want somebody that you can grow with, uh, pray with. Uh, prepare yourself to be with and be, and you know, prepare yourself to be the best you when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. Um, we were talking about how how man controls the marriage and how the man sets the tone for the marriage and the woman receives that yeah. from the man and then gives it back. Uh, we were talking about uh, how to have before you even get into marriage, the things that you should be equally yoked on. Uh, would there be you know, children? How are you going to support each other? Finances and things. Very like that. important, man. Oh, if it's absolutely. not there, there's going to be problems. I mm -hmm. guarantee you. If you're not yoked, it's going to be a problem. Yes. Talk about uh, how marriage exposes your weaknesses mm -hmm. and how, how, how you can continue to grow from that together and not just yeah. by yourself and how you're not by yourself and that there's, you know what I'm saying, a world full of men who think exactly like you right now. Yes, and there's millions of men who actually want to talk about the things that we're talking about right now. That's right. So don't be afraid to reach out to somebody. Go to counseling or talk to your close friends, somebody that you support, other that can support you. And don't hold all of that stuff in because it's going to affect you uh, physically. And you don't want to leave this earth on, you know, before it's your time. That's a hell of a recap, Lamar. We put it all in a box of the things that we discussed. That's exactly what it sounds like, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, again, my name is Lamar Dixon. I'm with my guest, Lorenzo Hawkins. Uh, this is episode number five of Men in Marriage. I appreciate you all for coming in. Give us a like, subscribe, give us a comment, what you'd like for us to talk about in the future episodes, or even what you liked and did not like about this conversation that we had today. Absolutely. And, so, and I would say, again, be intimate with your spouse. Okay. You know, understand their love language. You know, men be... Be sensitive to your wife's needs. Wives understand your husband and have a lot of sex. Have a lots of sex as well. Lots too. of sex. Yeah. Lots, lots of sex. sex. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you for coming on again. Thank you kindly, sir. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, yes, sir.